You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. I've already looked at the top 50 free agents, the best by position. That's what we're diving into here on Locked On Fantasy Football. We're going to continue our series looking at the best available players on the open market across positions. And Wide receiver is rather loaded this year, so we're going to look at that. A lot of big names on the list that are unsigned, unrestricted here for 2022. So we talked about the quarterbacks, had to expand a little bit to the trade market. The running backs, uh, a few teams dominated there, including the Buccaneers and Cardinals. But here, a little bit of every one is represented here. So a lot out there on the wide receiver open market, as there typically is depending on expiring contracts, veterans, younger players, off their rookie contracts, and the like. So we'll break that down for you on today's show, the wide receiver class, and what we think about it for fantasy football. Thanks for making Locked On Fantasy Football your first listen every day. We are free and available for you on all platforms. All right, let's uh, look at the wide receivers, and we'll start at the top on my rankings, and we'll go down and then We'll finally finish with uh, the guys on the back end, but we have 17 guys that are ranked. Yeah, this is quite a few. So wide receivers that I thought were notable names, and we want to find out where they're going. So we'll dedicate the first segment to the big, big names on the board. And the first one is Devontae Adams of the Packers, no doubt. So really looking at Devontae Adams. It'd be shocking if the Packers did not franchise tag him. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to be dedicated to returning to Green Bay. That's going to convince Adams probably to stay as well, that uh, Rodgers isn't going anywhere. So looking at that lining up where Adams, again, short-term, long-term deal, we'll see how it uh, plays out here for Green Bay. But they're going to lock and load him in. He's coming off another massive season. they got question marks at the other wide receivers here still, including another free agent, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, that they got to worry about. And... Al Nazard is uh, restricted, so they'll try to keep him here and try to figure out the rest of the receiving core. But Devontae Adams means so much for this offense, so much for Rodgers. They're going to keep him put here, but could be with the franchise tag as they wait to develop that long-term contract extension. Chris Godwin, he's a little bit of an interesting study here. Does he say, look, Tom Brady's gone and I want to move? Does he want to have a better quarterback situation here? He's coming off a also a major knee injury, a torn ACL that ended his season. But he's still very young out there. So he is still well under 30 here. So his multiple seasons, really good left here. He's a slot guy. Yeah, he dominates there, but he's a pretty good inside-outside receiver as well. But Godwin really emerged here in Tampa the past few years. He's established as one of the more reliable receivers all across the league. So we'll see. Tampa's got some... Uh, Contract issues, they got to convince Godwin to stay there with Mike Evans. Again, changing quarterback situation. He likes the Bruce Arians offense, so a lot of positive things there. But again, does he want to come back if he's not sure? Does he want to play with Kyle Trask, knowing the Bucks might have peaked as a championship team? Does he want to go elsewhere? But I would say right now it would lean toward Godwin re-signing with Tampa. 
So that'll be good. It'll change things with Mike Evans. He won't have the second receiver. We already know Antonio Brown's not there anymore. So he's out there looming as well for some teams. But again, he seems very untouchable with his situation and walking off this team. So it's going to be interesting to see if they pay Godwin with Evans here. They will have a changeup probably at tight end. We'll talk about that on uh, tomorrow's show. So that would uh, make Godwin even more valuable to this passing game. And they probably don't want to get, have the next quarterback totally lost, whether it's Kyle Trask, a veteran bridge that they bring in, or a high-drafted quarterback in the 2022 draft. All right, the next big name on the board, I have him at number three. He had a massive season here, we know that. And he, he had a big early first half in fantasy, cooled off later, but still ended up as a wide receiver too. He's Mike Williams of the Chargers. So you look at this situation, they do have Joshua Palmer. He's a kid they got, a Canadian prospect from Tennessee. They also have Jalen Guyton. They've got some other receivers here to compliment to Keenan Allen should they move on from Mike Williams. Does Mike Williams cash in and go? The Chargers do have plenty of cap space, so they could bring him back as a key target to Justin Herbert. So, again, this one is more 60-40 on this one. I think you look at the Packers, I say are 95 to 100% going to keep Adams. For Godwin, I'm going to say 85% there for the Bucks. Here, it's 60. I, I still feel pretty good that Williams is going to be a Charger and be there with Herbert. But, they have to wait. I mean, after that big season, staying healthy, he could also go out and cash in elsewhere and act like a number one receiver where now he's behind Keenan Allen, that contract here in Los Angeles. So something to watch there for sure with Mike Williams, but he's a big ticket item now after his big, big year. And first round pick from Clemson, you knew the pedigree was there if he could put it all together and it was there. All right, the next guy I'll talk about is Allen Robinson of the Bears. He's definitely moving on. He didn't really want to invest too much in playing with the Bears. I know he was battling with an injury, but just doesn't didn't seem too enthusiastic about being a lame duck wide receiver for Darn, for Darnell Mooney on the other side, and then uh, looking at their quarterback situation between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Allen Robinson really didn't want to do that. He's checking out. He he's been very effective coming over from the Jaguars. We know he had that big 2015. In Jacksonville, cash that in with Chicago is very durable and consistent before last year. Robinson looked like he was going to produce again, but it was just a very lost season for him. So, chance to rebound. He still has a few good years left here in a different offense. We'll watch Allen Robinson for sure. The next name is DJ Chark. Coming off that ankle injury, remember that scary incident he had there against the Bengals? Yeah, it was pretty bad, and he had to be carted off the field. Here and the, really spend the Jaguars into kind of just free free for all at wide receiver, ending up on of all people Laquan Treadwell being the go-to guy here. Marvin Jones, you had him out there. I think they'll reevaluate his situation now with Doug Peterson. But DJ Chark profiles to me as a number one. He was at that level with Gardner Minshew. He's a good complementary receiver. For anyone because he can stretch the field when needed but also a big body that can go up and get the ball in the red zone as we saw with the Gardner Minshew so can they recreate that uh, Doug Peterson a little bit quasi related there that Minshew was with the Eagles after Peterson left the Eagles so there's some reason to think that Trevor Lawrence and Chark can be really warmed up here as a good uh, connection so Jaguars have a ton of money as well under the cap they can handle bringing back Chark We'll see about Cam Robinson at uh, left tackle if they bring him back for Lawrence. But Chark has to be a priority. I think this guy has a massive upside 
if they can get Lawrence Wright here in Jacksonville. The last name I'll bring up in this first segment is Odell Beckham Jr. And unfortunately for Odell, it's going to be tough. Remember, they have a lot of money invested, the Rams do, in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, two mega contracts for their wide receivers. Woods is also coming off a torn ACL, but he suffered his in October, basically a day after Odell was signed there away from the Browns. So we'll see. Left knee, it's the same left knee. You get injured twice. He's closer to 30. Woods. Mr. Reliable as well. Basically, Beckham filled in for Woods opposite the domination of Cooper Cup. So they got to weigh that. Is he worth bringing back as a third receiver? Where do they stand on Van Jefferson and Ben Skoranek? Do they trust any of those guys to be the third option? Jefferson was looking like that big play guy and breakout guy early in the season. Didn't materialize late. And part of it is that they were just a lot of dependence on Cup and Beckham. So something we're going to look at Odell in his future. But it's going to be very hard to justify the Los Angeles keeping him, especially when Von Miller, I think, was a much more impactful player for them in terms of getting the edge and still having some years left playing off Aaron Donald and that defensive front. So I expect Miller over Beckham is going to be the priority. So we'll see what happens. That injury could really cloud his value and his landing spot here in 2022. All right, there's a look at our top six wide receivers, according to me, on uh, free agency here. You know, my free agent rankings, you can check them out in total at sportingnews.com. We'll get into the next wave of wide receivers I have ranked here and uh, see what their potential is in uh, fantasy, whether they stay with their team or go elsewhere. But I do have to tell you, fine, football season might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. We know the NBA playoffs are just around the corner, so is the March college tournament from all the latest odds totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for our sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile web device to learn more about the trends and action at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, uh, time to continue looking at our free agent wide receivers here. We went through my top six there on SportingNews.com. Let's look at the rest here that are breaking it into my top 12. Uh, Really, we'll get into top 13. Then we'll look at the rest here in our final segment. Number seven on my list is Michael Gallup of the Cowboys. Hard to see. Michael Gallup returning. I talked to CeeDee Lamb at the Super Bowl, and I think there's an understanding that Gallup might move on and try to become a consistent number two. You have CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. It's hard to break through with those two guys in Dallas. So Michael Gallup, I think, is going to head out the door here. So it makes sense. The Cowboys need to move on. they got other ways to move the ball. They were just fine moving the ball with Dalton Schultz as their third option. So I think they might pivot their free agent priority to Schultz. So we'll talk about him as part of the tight ends tomorrow, but they also have other guys there. And I'll, I'll combine Michael Gallup with the guy number 11 on my list. It's Cedric Wilson. So they're going to make a decision between those two. You also have uh, Malik Turner there. So you've got other guys that could uh, step up as the number three behind Cooper and Lamb. So they could move on for sure. And they might be intrigued to get Wilson in there. He had a good chemistry with Gallup. You know he's going to be a little bit cheaper than Gallup at this point on the open market. So would not be surprised if that's where they go this offseason. 
Number eight, he was not a fantasy football factor in 2022 because he was not healthy. Juju Smith-Schuster of the Steelers. Now, he's a good slot receiver. We know that. Will they bring him back in between Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson? We'll see. I think he could go either way. The Steelers only gave him a one-year deal. He didn't really come through on that with his lack of availability and durability. So, we'll see with Juju. But he can still be a pretty valuable slot receiver. Underrated is a big play threat as well. So, Juju said, you saw how his trajectory was going up there in that Antonio Brown takeover. But since then... It's kind of fallen flat a little bit. So, Juju Resurrection Project that we're going to look for depending on where he lands. Steelers are not bad if they can shore up that quarterback situation with Ben Roethlisberger retiring. Christian Kirk of the Cardinals comes up. And Kirk had a pretty decent year. He was actually their best fantasy football asset because DeAndre Hopkins was on the shelf. Hopkins should be back for another year. They've determined if Christian Kirk is good enough there. So, he's a little bit like Michael Gallup, that complimentary big play threat, but caught in a loaded offense here. So we'll see what happens with him. But Kirk is a guy that we look at for sure as uh, having some value elsewhere, especially if he can get the good looks. But I think the Cardinals are his best bet here if they move on from A.J. Green, who's number 17 on my list. So that's a big thing is they need Kirk to be this true number two there with Hopkins returning. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, we mentioned him, number 10. The Packers could move on from their deep threat. Aaron Rodgers does like him, but he's, they've got other receivers again that they like. So... Again, we'll see about MBS here for Green Bay. But big play threat only. He's I think he's not as complete as Gallup or Kirk. So he's going to get a shot play chance somewhere else. Number 11, we mentioned Cedric Wilson. That might be the alternative for the Cowboys in-house to make up for not paying for Gallup. Then you have Braxton Berrios and Jamison Crowder, number 12 and number 13 on this list here. So Two slot receivers for the Jets, Berrios, uh, the former Patriot, Crowder getting a little older as the former Washington Commanders player. So, I don't know, Crowder was slowed down, he wasn't healthy, Berrios was rather effective, and he had good chemistry with Zach Wilson. So I think Berrios is going to be back in some capacity here playing off Zach for sure here in 2022, but they'll move on from Crowder because of Berrios there in New York. All right, we'll go a little bit deeper here. We'll go to Sammy Watkins of the Ravens, 14. We kind of don't want Sammy Watkins back in the mix to help Rashad Bateman and compliment Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews there. So Watkins, I think the Baltimore can safely move on. They tried it with Greg Roman. He didn't stay available for much of the year. Let's move on here with the Ravens. Will Fuller, big play threat, can't stay healthy. That's been his kind of uh, calling card in the league. When he's healthy he's, and with playing to Deshaun Watson, he's very good. We know Watson's not coming to Miami with uh, Tua Tagovailoa sticking there with Mike McDaniel. So, again, Will Fuller, we'll see. Maybe he ends up wherever Watson signs, and that would be giving him a lot of intrigue, but still staying healthy is a big part of the game for Fuller. And another Jets receiver, also kind of a big slot for them, Keelan Cole. He's number 16 on my list. Keelan Cole, pretty serviceable for the Jaguars, did a lot of things inside and outside and in the return game. But again, redundancy a little bit between Berrios, Crowder, and Cole. So, We'll see, but I think Cole and Crowder are going to be the odd men out here as they want to move on with uh, Corey Davis and uh, see what Denzel Mims can do. So that's what I'm thinking about with the Jets' offense here going forward. And finally, my last guy is A.J. Green of the Cardinals. So he had some fantasy moments there, but very limited there coming over from the Bengals. So again, we'll see if they keep him. I would say they would think Kirk is better here to compliment Hopkins going forward. 
green uh, career. We'll, we'll see if it actually can continue here outside of Cincinnati and Arizona. All right, uh, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Fantasy Football. We're part of many great shows on this network for you, including uh, Locked On NFL. We have Locked On Now. We've got you covered all throughout the offseason, whatever team you like, whatever sport you like. Just check us out here on the Locked On Network. We keep bringing it to you all throughout the offseason, and then we know some sports are in season or head to the draft like we are in NFL. So just stay with us all offseason long to take, care of yourself and learn everything and be informed about every sport here on the network. All right, let's uh, continue the show looking at the rest of the wide receivers, so to speak, that are out there to talk about a little bit. We have uh, one guy, T.Y. Hilton. He's not signed by the Colts. Looks like they might move on from Carson Wentz here. So Hilton, he's going to be almost 33. He's uh, well more than 32 now. He will turn 33 at some point this season. So He's slowing down a little bit. was a flash a little bit. That was it. And Michael Pittman Jr. took over as the preferred target there. So I'm thinking the Colts will move on with Hilton without Hilton with no Wentz. Emmanuel Sanders, the Bills are ready to just go with Gabriel Davis. So Davis and looking like wide receiver three with some upside opposite Stephon Diggs after a very strong playoff run here for Davis uh, there and making uh, Sanders uh, displaced here and out of uh, sorts here. So they'll move on. He's also going to be 35 very soon. So could be it for Emmanuel Sanders in the NFL. Zach Pascal, another Colt out there that you can look at. He's unrestricted. He's still pretty young at 27 years old. Pascal valuable all over the field. So could have a utilitarian role elsewhere if he does not return to Indianapolis. Albert Wilson, just a guy from Miami. He's a good jack-of-all-trades. Can do a little bit of everything from Kansas City, but nothing to see there. Zay Jones could be working in himself into a contract here. He is nearly 27 for the Raiders. So I would say Jones uh, came on. They might look at Jones in-house there because he played pretty well. They need some uh, players there with Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro at that position. So Zay Jones could get another shot here. Richard Higgins, figure the Browns will move on from him. They already moved on from Beckham. Jarvis Landry is still there. They might move on from him in a cut situation, but... Higgins has been pretty good, solid for them, but I don't think they need to re-sign him here. You have Jakeem Grant, had some moments for the Bears as a return man. He might return in that capacity, but that said, he's about to turn 30 this season. Go down a little bit more, you have Byron Pringle there for the Chiefs. We'll see if they keep him or try to upgrade in the draft with a Drake London or a Traylon Burks or someone like that with some size and some upside. So Byron Pringle, we'll see the Chiefs stick with him. Cam Sims. Guy that had some moments with the Commanders. 26, you can look at him, but very limited uh, there. Just a depth player. Deshaun Jackson keeps coming back as a deep threat because he's got a lot of speed, but he's 35. The Raiders probably going to move on from him. Ran into Danny Amendola at one of the parties there that we saw. And uh, he, I'm sure to play here, but 36. Had some good days with the Texans, so I it'll be tough for him to continue. Josh Reynolds. Had some moments with the Lions after coming over from the Rams, but we'll see if he stays there as a veteran, but not much else to see there. Chris Conley out there for the Texans there, so Amendola and Conley. So this could end up being nice for Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks there as the one-two punch. Marquise Goodwin now in Chicago, kind of superfluous with Jakeem Grant there in that situation. You have Mohamed Sanu, he's still hanging around at 32. Adam Humphreys, 
was on the brink there playing the slot for the Commanders last year. So we'll see about that. And we look at uh, the situation with Demir Bird, another Bears receiver that is also free here this season. So a lot of different options here for you in in fantasy football that are different guys at different levels. So I think you'll see a big shakeup for a lot of wide receiver cores. The Bears are one good example of that. The Colts look like they're headed for one. The Jaguars might be thinking about that as well. So a lot of things we're on the lookout for for this offseason. But that pretty much names all the notables that you should look at. There, uh, Lequan Treadwell, also a free agent there for the Jags. So, again, that should lead up to a shakeup on that particular team here. Other names, we'll just throw out uh, Russell Gage, uh, Malik Turner. We mentioned him. The Cowboys could go in that direction. Dante Pettis, we'll see if he can hang around this league. DeAndre Carter showed a few things for the Commanders. Uh, I doubt they'll keep him with the Curtis Samuel situation. And... Looking at Auden Tate, Bengals receiver kind of buried in the depth chart. Maybe you'll get an opportunity outside of their 11 personnel and three receiver set. So that's pretty much running down any notable fantasy football fringe receivers there. If we Beyond all the main guys we got to in our first couple segments here on Locked On Fantasy Football. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Fantasy Football and making us your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, featuring the expert analysis of Lee Sterling. That's our gambling show here on the network. So check it out. Locked on bets to guide you through the basketball and hockey and other seasons here while the NFL rests. For Locked on Fantasy Football, this has been Vinny Iyer. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow as we wrap up the week with our tight and free agent looks and other notable offensive free agents, not that are at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end.